Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Welcome, everybody, to Weisscast. We are back from the dead, just like what? Sam Adams, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Aaron Weiss, alongside the Duchess of Decatur, Erica J. Weiss. Hello! Also joining us once again is our... What? The Coolest Cats... Oh, in yeah. Covington, yes. Caleb and Megan Peeler. Mm-hmm. That's us. I'm the Megan part. I'm the Caleb part. <laughs> cool cats. Got that figured out. Oh, yeah, so I found out what it, how you say it. It's posthumous. Posthumous. But it's posthumous. Posthumous? I, I don't think we need to figure it out right now. <laughs> well, now I'm just like stuck on it. Okay. I think posthumous. I... I I would agree with that. Because I know if an actor passes away and they like did a really good performance in a movie and like is nominated for an Academy Award, they will usually get it. And they always say posthumously. But they don't say it that, they don't enunciate it that much. They don't say posthumously. Posthumously, they say it kind of like that. I don't think I've ever they, heard they, someone say you know, this. <laughs> I've heard someone say it, and I'm pretty sure they they kind of like it's like they take out the H, it's posthumously. Okay, <laughs> so I, it's po- possumly. <laughs> oh, possibly. <laughs> oh, possibly. Ding, ding. <laughs> well, folks, this is this is wise cast where thankfully none of us are posthumous. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That would be too if if one of us were that would not stop you from being on the <laughs> podcast <laughs> if one um, of us were posthumous i hope you would stop us from you know being you on know the- we would take a week off well, what if we had like you mean i oh i thought maybe like you meant like one of us was a ghost and i'd be like that would really i think lots of people would be listening <laughs> i don't know if i want to live with a ghost even with your ghost i'd live with I your guess. ghost I don't if I'm if I'm a ghost, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I'm not trying to That's fair. where's the romance? No, no. I'd rather you go be a ghost with me. We could go somewhere else. Oh, that'd be fun. Uh, <laughs> I think we have it. too. Uh anyways, welcome to Wisecast. If you don't know, uh, this is the show where four best friends each and every week gather around a couple of microphones, sometimes in separate rooms, sometimes in the same room, and uh, we just talk about whatever we want to talk about. Today, I'm drinking a Sam Adams. Last week, I was drinking leftover chilies. Really makes you think. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? Let's just go on ahead and get things started. Megan, well, let's yeah. start with you. Because, you okay. know, we kind of always leave you till the tail end and you're like, no, no we don't have to talk no. about it. And I'm like, come on. It's the, no, no, just... no, it's okay. Okay, so my topic, which came to me moments ago, not even an hour ago, 
Um, is I was watching YouTube. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, man, I remember having this realization or observation or whatever a while ago about Caleb and I's YouTube habits. And like, I watch YouTube to like escape for entertainment, to just like lose myself in someone else's little world, I guess. And Caleb watches a lot of like educational type videos, I feel like. And so I was just thinking about just the difference in that. And like, Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of his stuff also has to do with like topics he currently does or like is a part of. So like, I mean, video games really is the main one, Mm -hmm. but like, I don't watch videos about Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, (laughs) I guess is like what I do or any like hobbies or stuff like that necessarily it's like very stuff that I am not really a part of so I just thought that was interesting and I was going to ask what are your like if you really watch much YouTube we watch a lot of YouTube uh too too much much some would say (laughs) but just what your guys is like habits and what you use it for I guess so just want to open the the floor for that I think that we as a couple parallel you guys as a couple for (laughs) sure I think that Aaron is very much Caleb and I am very much you, Megan. Like, well, or am I just you, Eric? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <the> way. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> yeah. Um, when Aaron and I watch YouTube together, we tend to watch, I feel like your videos because mm-hmm. I'm speaking to Aaron now. We tend to watch his videos because I also find them interesting. It's just never what I would think to watch. I would never think to watch a video about the history of a country across the world that I (laughs) haven't heard of in 20 years, 20 years is dramatic, that I haven't heard of since middle school, let's say. Mm -hmm. But he thinks to watch it and it's very entertaining and I'm glad I watched it, but it just never occurs to me. I just watch like my little vlogger and then go to bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, that's what I would say about that. Yeah, um, but also will watch like cooking videos mm, together yeah. like um i introduced her to binging with babish mm, mm-hmm. um and so we'll watch um him and we've been watching josh weissman a lot who neither yeah. of us really particularly like but he makes really good looking food <laughs> oh okay <laughs> and it's like entertaining enough here's yeah. the thing is that Aaron is someone who actually is good at cooking and enjoys cooking. So if, what's his name, Just Josh Weissman. Josh. So if Josh kind of talks to his viewers with like a little bit of a snark, Aaron can take it because he's kind of like a good cook (laughs) already. Whereas for me, I'm bad. I'm like not, okay, I don't want to say I'm bad at cooking, but it's not my talent. It's not my strong suit. And it's not like my favorite thing to do. So when he talks to me with a snark, like, why would you go to McDonald's? Why would you go to like this popular restaurant? Where you could just make it by yourself. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're so mean to me. <laughs> just let me go to McDonald's. <laughs> but anyways, I feel like that's why I don't like him. That's fair. Um, but he, but and I think his viewers are supposed to be also people who enjoy cooking. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, he's making good, mm-hmm. a good point. Like, why would you get a little flimsy McChicken from McDonald's when you could get like a really good chicken sandwich that you made by yourself the reason i wouldn't is because i don't feel like it personally <laughs> so, <laughs> i mean yeah he has a few different series and the one that she's talking about is called but better 
and he always like he'll pick up a popular let's just say fast food item like uh like the um i just did a mcchicken that's an example i don't think he's done a mcchicken oh like chicken nuggets he'll get mcdonald's chicken nuggets and he's like i can make these better and he and he does and i mean it's not very objective because <laughs> yeah. he gets it in like he gets them like way before and like he always like i don't know it, it, uh, you'd have to watch it but i i kind of like the butt cheaper series he's like um you know you can spend you know 15 dollars on this chinese takeout or you can make the same dish at home for like this price and it's like usually like three bucks or something like that um so i i kind of get more entertainment out of that because like we're balling on a budget and yeah. i like to be no i like to know how to make these delicious foods on a budget that's fair but yeah but otherwise we pretty much mirror you guys uh as far yeah. as youtube um i'm i'm kind of curious megan um i know like i obviously know a lot of like the vloggers and um lifestyle uh, uh uh channels that erica follows but i don't know if i know like the ones that like you keep up with so i'm kind of mm -hmm. curious about like those type or like what types of channels do you watch on youtube yeah um i guess like i feel like it's definitely like the lifestyle type vloggers or like a lot of them will do like organizing mm. like i i like it and even more sometimes it really is just like background noise more than anything like i'll play something while i'm like washing dishes or while i'm cooking um and like i'm like opening my youtube just to be like who do i follow and watch but i think one of the like bigger people like groups of that's like in lifestyle like one like uh like Lord, lauren or Laura DIY mm, was yeah. like she's been very popular on YouTube but she's kind of really moved into like the lifestyle type stuff so I kind of started watching her stuff and then from her I started watching Remy Ashton who mm. is like in the lifestyle place she does a lot of cooking stuff too so I do like what I do like watching those videos I don't know her and another person named Alicia Marie who, oh, I've heard of her yeah and i've kind of just watched theirs and they're really those are a lot of the times just like background noise type videos and then i do have this one like diy building couple that i watch called evan and caitlin that i really like and they're just like tackling some like random project that they've like seen online and it's not so much like here are all the steps so you can make it it's just like watch us try to do this mm. oh we got a couple um, packages okay and uh, those are really fun because they're just like absurd like can we preserve this pumpkin <laughs> with <laughs> resin? and it's just like funny to watch them do that so i like watching those kind of things i like sophia nygaard who is another kind of mm -hmm. like let me do this crazy little project and see how it goes which a lot of her stuff is like melting or putting together all of these one things so, like makeup candles bath products <laughs> so i like watching those and i think I mean, that's mostly it. A lot of stuff like Caleb and I watch together is comedy, like commentary. And that, those are like the main videos we yeah, watch so together. Like, this guy named, there's a trio 
yeah have like curtis the Carter, trinity you know we call them the, the boys the, the trio yeah um <laughs> Sometimes if they all post on the on the same day, we call it the trifecta. Yes. Whoa. So it's Dan, it's Danny Gonzalez, Drew Gooden, and Curtis Connor. Yeah. Um, we like watching their videos a lot. And it sucks because we discovered them, so like two years ago in 2019, they all were on tour together, but we discovered mm-hmm. them like right as it, like the tour like was like starting or ending, and so like there was no chance we. To get tickets so that right. yeah like it was like while we were like getting to like starting their content they were like in town doing a show like yeah. you just oh, missed them we, yeah, just, we just missed, missed the train yeah. and we we're like man Even that would have like, been really fun curtis curtis is on tour right now just by himself yeah more like stand-up yeah, yeah. he does more stand-up stuff but he's on tour but he's like his was he was sold out within like a day or an hours even oh i didn't know that because we try to get tickets this summer I thought no I don't recall it was we actually didn't ever try to get tickets because <laughs> the closest one was like in Alabama I don't recall doing any of this I remember looking into it it was <laughs> anyway yeah I don't but recall but those are many people we watched together and then oh I, watched, I just wanted to shout out this one girl I started watching a lot of she, they're like an hour <laughs> long but she talks about true crime or like spooky stuff or like mostly true crime, like an hour long, just her. And she's like doing her makeup while she's doing it. Her name's Haley Elizabeth. I like her. She's like, she's like yeah. 19, probably just like talking to stuff. I do like true crime stuff. So that's another one that I've been watching a lot too. I um, watched a lot of science stuff. Like it's funny because like one of the guys, like science guys I watch, his name is, the channel name is Answers with Joe. Oh yeah. And like, his like, I actually don't like him at first because he's like, I feel like he's not that charismatic, but like, because he makes a lot of jokes in his videos, but they don't land. And after a while, just kind of dry, I guess. I feel like I feel like I got, I really got into his his like his Comedy. delivery because his his delivery at first I was like this is bad delivery, but then I kept on watching his videos and like man, I love it. Yeah, I like him. Sometimes <laughs> we watch his videos there's, together. There's one guy I don't watch that much of. His name is Matt Farrell. He has very like very deep like technical like dives with new technology, mm. and he's very very dry. Um, and he, he similarly to Joe, he'll like make he make a lot of puns in his videos, and it's just like he's he's having the time of his life. But just like yeah, but you know everyone's like cringing if they're in the room with him type yeah. deal. <laughs> like he was literally watching a video before this podcast about planes or something yeah. about a certain type so of plane I've, and the history of this plane and I was I've like, gotten okay. I found this YouTube channel called Found and Explained and I've watched a lot of and he basically finds like mostly like unproduced planes like planes that get designed but never never built fully and we'll just like talk about why like why they were designed why they never get made. Mm-hmm. What were the benefits and bad things about them? There was one, he only comes out with a video like once a month um, called Mustard. I don't know why that's his channel name. <laughs> it's, it's, his channel name is Mustard. And he does very like technical, like engineering like stuff for like mostly planes. Sometimes we'll do other stuff. Um, I love PBS Eons. Oh, yeah. They're like, this is paleontology and it's probably one of my favorite channels. Also, there's a guy. 
I'm just going off now. I know. There's a yeah. This was Megan's topic. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Shout out. There's this will be my last guy. So, um, Patrick H. Willems. He's a YouTuber. He has like, I guess like he talks most about movies. Mm-hmm. He would do like very extensive like video essays about film, um, and I like him a lot. He, I appreciate his like. He'll come up with a very crazy like idea for a video essay and just go all in. Like during <clears throat> COVID, he bought so Francis Ford Coppola, famous director, he bought he Francis Ford Coppola has his own winery. And so he bought like his wines, and then all of his wines have a movie paired with them. Say one of oh. those movies, because I don't know. I don't remember who that is. Oh, so Francis Ford Coppola was like Godfather. Yeah. Godfather okay, okay. and um, Apocalypse Now. Yes. Okay. So like winds up here with those movies. Yeah. Got it. And so Patrick Willems spent like a week and took each of his wines, drank it, and watched the movie. And got like, drunk. He yeah. He was <laughs> For like a week straight. Yeah. I do remember this one now. I can it remember was, the director. Gretchen was also this is like in the midst of quarantine. Yeah. What else was that to do? Sounds yeah. like a great time. Very <laughs> um, so. I think the rest of the three of us should take just a second to shout out three channels. Oh, shoot. Because wow. Caleb just shouted out three channels. Oh, I think um, I did. From the hip. Yeah, I think Megan shouted out. Shout out my yeah, I guess earlier. Okay, how about Erica, you take a second to do it and I'll do it yeah, as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, Jess Conti, who is great. She's a self-proclaimed, quote unquote, boring YouTuber. She's like, <laughs> She's from Australia also. And she's like, watch yeah. me tidy up my guest room. That was pretty British. Like, Sorry about that. Long blonde hair. No, she's pretty brunette, I would say. Never mind. <laughs> um, or like, I'm going to tidy my guest room or watch me check off my items on my to-do list. Just like really mundane yeah. stuff. Megan. And she sometimes does like an entertaining like Q&A kind of vlog where it's like more interactive. But for the most part, it's pretty mundane stuff great for the background and she has a very soothing australian voice and i love it Mm -hmm. okay so just conti then i would say nikki tutorials Mm -hmm. for all your makeup tutorial needs Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then i would say i'll go super carlin brothers they are two brothers named uh jay and ben and they make videos covering like Harry Potter, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of other stuff, I think. And I usually only watch their Harry Potter and Pixar videos because that's really what I care about. But they do like theories and they do trivia and they do all sorts of stuff and they're pretty entertaining to watch. So mm-hmm. those are my three. Cool. Um, I'm going to shout out Johnny Harris. He does a lot of video essays, mostly... Yeah. Um, I mean, it, a lot of it has to do with like countries and like um, current events, but sometimes it's just like why I hate American breakfast or like why Mexican Coke tastes so good. Uh, Coca Cola, not cocaine. Um, <laughs> I like that. An- another one is a smaller tech channel that I recently found, um, Mark Spirell. Um, he's a uh, canadian tech reviewer um he must have a little bit of money like he must make money besides youtube because he's like reviewing a lot of like the bigger um like a lot of the bigger tech products um 
And lastly, I'm going to do Movie Bob. Movie Bob is a movie reviewer and he reviews movies in such a way like they're very quick reviews like it seems like he doesn't take a breath in his reviews but he'll review anything and everything um so i I really recommend shouting out movie bob Mm -hmm. i know i already said my three (laughs) i forgot caleb caleb only three no i want to hear what he has to say because i have more that i want to say too (laughs) i kind of also have more okay everyone everyone gets one more i'm only doing this this is my one more okay i'll explain why this is my first ever subscription oh i have i have like watched this guy um basically almost daily from like the time he was in like oh like 10k or so subscribers and now he's almost at half a million wow um and his name is mr maddie plays and he just does like he mostly does like gaming news interviews um but just like something about him like early on was like i feel like he's one of the few youtubers i know that i feel like if we met in real life i think we would like actually be good friends yeah um and so like i think in my head, it's like if I lived in the same city as Maddie, we would be BFFs. Love it. I play games with him all the time, <laughs> but I don't. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. So love him. I, I, I think it's very much like I have a friend crush on Maddie, and <laughs> I just think he's really cool. And so he's like, he, him is almost like a legacy. Like I've just like been supporting him so long. That's like he's just like, I think his videos are very like. Um, I don't think he naturally has a very like soothing and relaxing voice. Uh, he's very energetic, but I feel like because I've been watching him so long, uh, like seven, eight years now, that like he is just very like comforting to me to watch Maddie. So, I feel that. Anyway, yeah. that's that's my <laughs> one. Um, I real quick, I gotta. I gotta say, one of the ones I literally watched her video today. Um, her name's Jen Jen Oration DIY. She's oh, I know like, her. Yeah. Yeah. I like her a lot. Um, and she does a lot of like remodeling this room or like remaking it or, you know, like changing up a room's design and everything. And also like different DIY stuff, a lot with like clothing. And I really like her. And also just to give, and so someone I went to high school with. Um, not even like I know her super well necessarily, <laughs> but she's like been on this journey and I've been watching from a distance <laughs> of becoming a YouTuber. I think now she's like 1500, oh, but like, cool. um, I, you know, jet lag live. It's a lot of like travel type content. Um, and I actually really do like watching them and just like, like you do you girl. I'm that's fun. Like just the grind of like trying grind. to be like a social media and like YouTuber person. And I think I had one more, but I might have forgotten. Oh, someone named Passion Simone. She really doesn't post a ton, but the one she has, I just really have liked. <laughs> and it's just like, it's more like, like what she's up to vlogging type stuff, mm-hmm. but she, she doesn't post a lot. She's, but I like the video she has posted. So she's not just like a smaller creator. So anyway, very cool. did you have another one you want to share? Erica? The very last one. And then I promise I'm done. Okay, Her yeah. name is AJ. It's spelled A-J-A-Y. Mm-hmm. 
um and she does music reactions and I find them so entertaining like she'll go through all like a whole album and give her like a live reaction to each song and we have like a similar taste so her reaction to Lord Melodrama that album okay yeah my my perfect album it's also AJ's perfect album and her reactions to everything were perfect like my exact reactions I was seeing on the screen as she was reacting it was perfect mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I recommend her if you liked if you want to see if someone else has the same opinion on an album as you she's probably covered the album that you're thinking of oh, and God, yeah. she just has gr- like great facial expressions great <laughs> commentary it's amazing yeah folks I would be remiss if I did not mention kind of funny yeah, I was about to say, I'm kind of they take up a lot of my day. Um, I don't always watch their YouTube videos because they're just video versions of their podcast most of the time. There's a few exceptions, but uh, I listen to their podcasts at work. That fills up my time there. And when I can't think of anything else to do at home, I'll listen to their podcast. I'll listen to their podcasts in the car. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, love kind of funny. I've listened to their podcast in Aaron's car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, same. <laughs> oh, a thought, last thought about YouTube in general. Because I remember, so when um, in summer of 2020, so like in the midst of like Black Lives Matter and um, the movement and just all the, um, what am I trying to say? What's the word? I mean, protest, yes. Yeah. Um, but I remember like during that time, because also it was a lot of like, hey, like look into creators and like black owned businesses. And not that that's not always been a thing. Obviously it has been just like when it came very, you know, mainstream, something I realized I was like, man, I watch like the f- same five creators on YouTube or like a lot of the content I get is YouTube and they're probably mostly all white. And I was like, I've never like tried to look outside and like actually try to find new people on YouTube to watch. And so something I had tried to like be more aware of and more conscious of, I guess, was just like, let me expand not only just like watching different content or more content, but just also content not from white people, basically. Mm. So like a lot of like the more newer people who I watch now um, are more like people of color who have their own channels and stuff. So that was just something I remember becoming like aware of last year but it's always I mean been a thing obviously something that's really cool is finding topics that you're interested um but like finding creators that don't look like you uh, Mm -hmm. and seeing how they view it or perceive it or Mm -hmm. like what makes it special to them or whatever Mm -hmm. like I found that to be um really educational and eye-opening like a like just a good experience I I feel like there's a pretty solid diversity in specifically the tech community Mm -hmm. um I was kind of similar uh a few years back and kind of realized that I was just watching like a lot of white dudes review tech um Mm -hmm. then I was introduced to uh I'm not like actually introduced because that'd be crazy because he has like 15 million subscribers, but um, <laughs> to a guy named MKBHD. And at the time he only had like one million subscribers. Mm-hmm. And um 
he's been reviewing tech for like or since he was in high school and now he's like a little bit older than me and just killing it and um yeah i mean it's it's really cool to find different perspectives on um content creation mm-hmm. that's cool yeah that was my last thought but i just i remembered that part of my youtube experience yeah e-money yeah what you got um so i've been wanting to talk about this with everyone for since the beginning of november but apparently we can't talk about christmas until after thanksgiving (laughs) now that it's after thanksgiving i want to talk about christmas i want to just mainly talk about christmas traditions and like any current traditions that you have that maybe are nice we have a christmas tree still in the box that we got to put up for the benefit of radio slash podcast, um, we're not on the radio. I don't know why I said that. For the benefit of the podcast, <laughs> Megan and Caleb just showed us their Christmas tree on their screen. Um, anyways, like in terms of traditions, like any new traditions you might have or old traditions that you don't have anymore that you did when you were a kid that you loved or just anything like that. I just love hearing about hmm. like little, little things that like different people do for Christmas. That's very much unique. Or mm-hmm. like a weird little quirky Christmas tradition. I don't know. Mm-hmm. My Megan's experience experienced this already. Uh, my family, specifically my dad, is very passionate about ornaments, mm. like Christmas tree ornaments. So like I can't remember a year where we did not go to Hallmark either like the day before Thanksgiving. Old Dash Thanksgiving, and each of us could pick out a Christmas ornament from Hallmark. And the Hallmark ornaments ain't cheap. Mm-mm. So, like, that was always a very exciting time for me because, like, growing up, like, I'm sure I could have looked online, seen what the ornaments were before. Um, but it was like, it's so exciting to go in and walk in and see what new ornaments there were for this year. Um, and so, um, but the past two years has been Baby Yoda ornaments, like official Hallmark Baby Yoda ornaments. And the past two years, they've been like sold out like instantly. Wow. And so like there was one like hanging like for display when we went Friday. Um, but like the lady was like, yeah, we might get more in. But even then the wait list is so long for it that like even when it does come in, you probably won't get it. Yeah, I feel oh. like the realization of the Peeler family this past Friday on Black Friday mm-hmm. was that they might need to start doing their ornament shopping like beginning of November Whoa. to actually get a lot of the ornaments that they end up yeah. kind of wanting. But by the time they shop, I guess they've yeah. been sold out. Because like I've I've known this that like the ornaments like Hallmark has like their specific series they do. Um and like they're people that like they aspire this they always buy from the series every year. And so like my dad buys, they have an airplane series and they have a car series that my bot, my dad buys yeah. that every year. So he has probably like 15, 20 car, little car, ornament cars and just as many little airplanes. And there's people like, I feel like Hallmark probably makes most of their money off or a big portion of their money off these ornaments. Cause like they're probably compared to how much I sell them for, they're probably pretty cheap to produce. And like, they know they have those like 
hardcore fans that mm-hmm. every year buy them. So, other than that, we don't have any like super dead hardcore. Um, what's the word they use? Traditions. Traditions. We don't have a lot. I just blanked on that word. <laughs> we don't have a lot of traditions other than like the Hallmark ornament thing is huge. Um, I mean, your family really, uh, what's cherishes like being with family on the holidays like that's something they really strive to be able to try and do um which i think is really sweet i mean they really my mom is very like um she wants to have everyone there on the day is a big deal with it like everyone be there together Mm -hmm. because like thanksgiving christmas or especially now that all three of her kids are like doing their own life and relationships mm-hmm. like those are the only times that she can get everyone there together yeah and so yeah yeah so be, I, probably i'm assuming has come a lot harder now yes. that everyone's like out of the house and everything mm-hmm. but i know that's something i've noticed yeah that your family oh, yeah. really cares about yep love that You, someone else can go real quick. I'm just gonna okay. okay. Um, yeah, so growing up, we had like we we would usually wait till after Thanksgiving to put up our tree. Um, it was either you know the weekend after Thanksgiving or the first weekend in December. Um, sometimes, mm-hmm. or when I was little, we would go out and like pick out our tree and you know have it chopped down and all that stuff and then eventually we just started buying trees from like home depot (laughs) and then eventually we just ended up getting fake tree a fake tree um and um we all we our our traditions have morphed throughout the years like we for as long as i can remember we've always had like a new not new year's um christmas eve like special dinner um but it started being like this um this very german slash jewish uh meal called kartoffel and glaze i hated it um and then eventually we for like a couple years we did pizza um like we made pizza and it was awesome but then one year my mom had the crazy idea that we should get Chinese food and that one stuck. Um, Mm -hmm. I do Chinese food for Christmas Eve pretty much every year. Um, except last year I made food at the lavenders. Um, but I think this year we're going to do Chinese food. Um, that's probably my favorite tradition is just Chinese food. We make, um, Christmas cookies. My family has a famous, uh, butter cookie recipe, (laughs) <laughs> that I'm really glad I get to make in our apartment this year with our very own kitchen KitchenAid mixer. Fun. Uh, um, yeah, those are really the two big ones. Yeah. I forgot my mom, probably since like I was probably like nine or 10, has made Christmas morning eggs. And so I mm. think what the recipe is called, but it's like breakfast on Christmas morning is a big deal. She always bakes a lot of banana bread. And these eggs are like, she cuts up like, just like 
piece of bread and pours like the egg yolk, like the mixed up like eggs over it and then puts like sausage and cheese all up in it. Um, so they're very fluffy. It's really good. Um, and yeah. also my mom is a huge, she doesn't bake outside of Christmas, but like when it comes to Christmas, she will break all kinds of cookies. Okay. Like she makes so many cookies over Christmas that it's sad when I can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Aaron or Aaron, Megan. Um uh so I mean my family, I guess like I'm trying to think. I feel like for I have much older siblings. Um and so that I feel like once they had kind of really moved out, really like started their own little life um, and stuff like that, like it was a little harder. Like, I don't know. I think my family very much came to terms and we're not super like festive people. Um, <laughs> like we, lo- we love celebrating it, but we don't really care if it's even near the date <laughs> of whatever right. holiday it is. Um, and I think just like very flexible so that it's kind of like, oh, we kind of get when people can't make it. We're like, oh yeah, that's fine. We'll yeah. see them sometime. <laughs> so I think like we've always like would decorate, but like as we got older, I feel like a lot of times when we'd be traveling around the holidays to visit my mom's side of the family and whoever's side, we, I mean, probably like in college, my mom stopped decorating, which is, I mean, fair. Like we would, we wouldn't be home until maybe for like three days and she'd be like, well, I don't really feel like <laughs> decorating for three days yeah, that's and fair. then taking it down. So, I mean, like I like Christmas and everything, but I've never like been like, oh man, time to get in the Christmas spirit. I, I think I kind of feel a little bit more now, like having our own place and it's like our little family doing it. But even then I'm kind of like, whatever about it, <laughs> but yeah. something we've always done around the holidays um just whoever can be there and like plenty of times we've had where both my brothers and their families and my mom's family who lives more like south central florida and vero beach my grandmother she lived in like a housing community type thing mm-hmm. so like she had her own house but it was in this like retirement community i should right. say um but it's also connected with a golf course so we would always have a thanksgiving and or both who know like or um thanksgiving golf scramble so where we'd split the teams and we'd go out and play like nine holes of golf and we would that would be like a big thing we would do not necessarily always on christmas day but just whenever we're visiting Mm -hmm. um and so that was something always fun that we did i always like i mostly would just putt and drive the golf cart (laughs) nice i feel like that Um, that, i can't think now like the last time we've all really been able to be there but that was something that was always really fun that we would do that i liked and we just my family is very sports oriented. So it's very like, mm-hmm. of course, we're going to go do a sport <laughs> right now. Right. <laughs> and we would do like a Christmas, um, like brunch at my grandma's house mm-hmm. with, with like filet mignon and like, like eggs. And oh, it was like fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and my uncle would could be there. And like a lot of my mom's side of the family lives there. So like my uncles would be there and like my cousins are around there. So we'd see them throughout that time of visiting. And I'd say most Christmases we would go down to Mama K's. This was my grandma, like what we called her. So currently now it's just like whenever people can get together and we've been doing stuff at my one brother and sister-in-law's house a lot of the times because they have a good space for it. And my brother loves to cook. Nice. So that's kind of lately what we've been doing, but it's really, we're very flexible. <laughs> Nothing 
I think the golf scramble is probably the thing that stuck around the longest because yeah. even and I guess even like gifts this year my mom was kind of like I don't really want to <laughs> let's not even hardly worry about gifts we're doing like a white elephant gift exchange mm-hmm. uh, where each person is going to bring one gift from around the house maybe even my mom was like or she's like don't even spend more than ten dollars and just do that when we all get together or see each other so we're very lax it's gives more of a the holidays is more of the opportunity people are probably off work and that we get to come together more than like mm-hmm. let's really sit down and celebrate whatever's going on so I do like Christmas but it's, I don't know it's very relaxed at my in my yeah. family I feel like but I, I like that one thing I noticed like when I first got married it was like gifts in my families are a big deal oh yeah and that like even still like I send like we do like a secret Santa now but like, I still send my, my list to like my parents because they will get me stuff yeah so it's like yeah, my parents aren't super, I don't even care. Ugh. Like I do like gifts and I like, I get very stressed about a gift, about gift giving. Uh, and it almost where I don't want to get a gift. <laughs> I'm the same exact way. Or I'll be like, let me, let me be like, Hey, what if I get you this exact thing? Is that cool? Can I get that? I'm just gonna get it right now. I don't even care about like, what if I just got it now and you had it right now instead of waiting until Christmas that <laughs> I really, I don't know. And my family's, I mean, not like the same way where it's kind of like very, it's kind of whatever about yeah. gift giving as well. So I think, yeah. Anyway, Erica. Um, so my family, I feel like cares less about traditions than I personally care about them for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like obsessed with like, <laughs> let's do the thing that we always do. And they're like, yeah, why is it really that great? <laughs> um I feel like one of those things is when we were little so I have an older brother and a younger sister we would always have a sleepover in my brother's room on Christmas Eve and then we'd all wake up together on Christmas morning yeah and that night my dad would come into the room and read us was the night before Christmas and this other book called Wolf Christmas that was like every year that would happen and then he would leave and then like Santa would come or whatever and that was just like the time where the kids were not allowed to leave the room like once my dad left the room Santa mm-hmm. could be coming at any time and we could not leave the room mm-hmm. and so my brother would read to my sister and I a Junie B. Jones book we had like quite the collection of Junie B. Jones at the house and so my brother would pick out a different book every year and he had the funniest voices that he would read each character in so like Junie B. Yeah. Jones spoke like an old southern man <laughs> like for why I have no idea like Lucille spoke like Scooby-Doo like nothing made sense but it was so <laughs> funny and then he would read us that book and that would usually take like an hour because Junie B. Jones are like what 70 pages I don't know and then yeah. we would like listen to music and go to sleep and then we'd wake up at like seven o'clock the next morning like so excited for presents so that was kind of like one thing that we used to do every single year and we got to the point where we were like too old to still be doing that I was like Nathan can I please sleep in your room <laughs> he was like Erica we're literally like 17 no and I'm like okay fine um but that was one of my favorite things that we did every year and another thing that's not really a tradition but kind of a common Christmas thing in the Lavender household is we love the Harry Connick Jr. When My Heart Finds Christmas album 
that's like most people are like Buble or like Frank mm-hmm. Sinatra we were all about Harry Connick Jr. for Christmas time for some reason mm-hmm. and I still am he's all over my Christmas playlist that I listen to <laughs> um yeah those are the two main things that come to mind just me like dragging my family into still doing the same old thing that we do every single year even though they don't really care about it but I'm like but it's special it's special <laughs> Nathan Seagraves introduced me to uh Sufjan Stevens Christmas album mm. which I've enjoyed it's very I'm not like huge in like folk, I won't say like I like folk music but it's very mm-hmm. folky and then he has a version of Come Thou Fount on oh, it yeah. that I really like. So cool. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, have I done my topic yet? I have my topic if I need to go ahead. <laughs> I just need to no. know if I've done mine yet. Only Megan and I have done. Okay. Yeah. I also don't remember what my topic is. So Caleb, take it away. I'll go. So I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about the first two weeks <laughs> that have been delayed into it. <laughs> Distracted. Distracted. Um, that, of course, is Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. I, um, I can't remember the last time I've been like this excited for a game. <laughs> like, I, I haven't really, I've not, never been super into multiplayer games, um, but like, when the rumors are coming out that they're going to release the multiplayer early, I was just so like unbelievably excited. I don't even like multiplayer like that much, but I was just like, yes, it's coming out on the 20th anniversary of Xbox and Halo. It's going to be so great. Um, and like I played all, I played both the betas they had before um, this release and I had a lot of fun with them. And then this one came out nothing like the gameplay is fantastic like i will say the core game they have is like 10 out of 10 phenomenal but the progression system they have is awful it is like i have played probably six hours and i have not unlocked any other armor to change into so like i all i have is like yeah i can like choose like if i want to be red blue or green or uh-huh. gray but like that's the only one customization I have. I might have another helmet or, or like another shoulder to change into, but like I have like no customization. And the reason why I play Halo, I feel like it's less <laughs> because of like less because of like I want to enjoy like great like PvP combat. What's PvP? Player versus player. Okay. I want to play Spartan dress up. Spartan dress up. I want you to- are pretty like <laughs> I remember, sorry, this is just, Caleb does really enjoy the customization of characters because even when you were playing that um, Batman game, every time that game turned on, Caleb spent like 20 minutes just looking at all the Batman, like, (laughs) okay, maybe maybe 10 minutes, sorry, I'm exaggerating, but But it would just be like (laughs) clicking through all of the like, and you like doing that and you've done that with all your other games. like, I, with like Batman, like there's so many suits that I want to like, play with each of them but there's some I like more yeah yeah oh yeah I know I want to appreciate different armors yes and so like I I do I get very like into like personal character customization yes um you can't even see them in a lot of games though yeah so like (laughs) I'm like the fallout games and Skyrim I get very into like the armor yes um but Halo I like I've like 
grown up, like I loved Halo. I remember playing my brother brought an Xbox, original Xbox, and he had Halo 2. And I remember picking up a needler and like, what is this gun? And like killing someone. Like I like killed my, my brother's friend, which was like he was shocked. I was shocked that I killed him. <laughs> and I was like, I disclaimer love Caleb did not actually kill anyone. This was in a video <laughs> game. Was in the game I killed. <laughs> and that was like a moment where I was like, I love it. <laughs> Caleb and loves then, murder. That's <laughs> and then my friend up the street got an Xbox 260. And I remember the summer of 2008. Oh I, I was just very specific. I, we like, yeah. I would go like every day after lunch and go to his house. And we just play Halo 3 like all day. Him and his two, his brother and I would just play Halo 3 all day. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have an Xbox until like, I think sophomore year of high school. So like, I like remember like, I didn't have an Xbox, but I, I watched all the Let's Plays of all the Halo games. I read all the Wikipedia articles about Halo. Oh my gosh. So I was like very invested in the lore and the story before I even had a Halo game to play. <laughs> and then Halo Reach came out and it's like, Still to this day, Halo Reach is my favorite Halo game. And I think Halo Reach has the best customization, best armor. And so back to my main point. <laughs> the progression. The progression sucks because all the players make a lot of sense for Megan and Erica, but all of the progression is linked to completing challenges. You don't get any XP for doing well in a game. You yeah. only get, so it forces you to play a specific way. Like if you need to get like five coats of the shotgun, instead of playing with your team to get to get victory, you're now playing, oh, I have to go get five coats of the shotgun. And so it makes people play more selfishly, makes people not play as a team. And it just like how they have the, the system of like, you can't choose, if you if you gotta play Griff Ball, you can't choose to play Griff Ball. You have to go through playlists and it's just, it's awful. Uh-huh. Um, Here, here's here's the counterpoint caleb yes it's a free ass game that you didn't pay anything for and you don't have to pay anything for it ever i know <laughs> no i agree i know you're, you're totally right i think my core thing is that i would rather halo be paid and function like i think halo should function as a like game than to be free to play and just like function like a free to play game. I understand like free to play is the model that the like game industry is in right now. Um, it's free to play. Is as- it free? I mean, the, yeah, it so, is. Like you don't even need play. Xbox Live to play it. It's free to play, but so the multiplayer is free to play. The campaign is not. Okay. The multiplayer is free to play, but like to progress in the season pass, you have to like buy the the uh, season. You have to buy like the what do they call it. You have like to to get like the armor and stuff. You can play yeah. it without progression, but like to get like all the armors and stuff, you have to buy that so you can get progressed through it. Okay. Yeah, I mean they did it because I mean Fortnite's been doing it for three or four years, and Apex has been doing it for almost three years. Like um the 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 people that they're siphoning off those other free-to-play games don't know any different really like they're just keeping up with the times but um i get it but i don't like it 
<laughs> but I'm very so I am yeah. so excited for the King of Pain. I, I do wish that they had done something like Call of Duty did. Mm-hmm. And um they have Warzone, their free content, but then they also have a paid multiplayer content, which is like their classic modes. Um, that would have been cool. Like make make like Slayer and Oddball and capture the flag free. Yeah. Make those three modes free and then block everything else up behind a paywall. Yeah. That would have been cool. But yeah, yeah I mean, they're I, figuring something out. I get it. I still think, I think the campaign is going to be like phenomenal. I think we're going to be talking about the Halo Infinite. I think Halo Infinite is going to stay in the Pep Guy for a long time, even with this whole fiasco with the Game Pass, that Game Pass, Battle Pass, whatever they call it. Um, but I don't, I'm super excited for it. I love I love series with deep lore, and so like Halo was just like I can just like sink my teeth into it and just uh, I love the story of it. Is, who's Master Chief? He's well, you is that Halo? Yeah. Okay, never mind. <laughs> okay. I was just confirming that was the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Halo's- I was about to start a whole other like when you asked about Solid Snake. Oh my gosh, yeah, please don't. <laughs> who is? But who is the Master Chief? I was like, I was like trying to think of like what answer does Megan want? So I can think of <laughs> the like, simplest and shortest <laughs> one, please. One, one, one night Megan asked something with Star Wars. It was so, no, it was something about she asked a very simple question about oh, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> and I think you've played one of Metal Gear games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm familiar with them, so. Yeah very very complex um lore and it like i was talking for a good 20 minutes and she was just like just answer my question i'm like i'm getting to Please your don't. question <laughs> and yeah so i i i love a game with deep lore and i'm excited that like they have like they have like boss battles in the uh-huh. and they have like each boss has its own like story with it and like lore and so that's that i'm very excited about that It'd be like Halo of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like Breath of the Wild. Right. Yeah. Um, my topic has potential to be long, but it also has potential to be short. Um, okay. So... <laughs> Do you need it to be one or the other? <laughs> no, no, not really. Um, I, I really enjoy uh, road trips and went on my first road trip by myself a couple years ago um, and drove all around the country. By that, I mean all around the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) And I've I've done that a couple times, but around this time last year, um, Mm -hmm. Erica and I went on our first road trip together. Um, She flew up to louisville where i already was um hanging out with my brother and his wife um and she come she came to hang out for the the weekend after thanksgiving um and then we drove back to atlanta so that was like our first road trip and that was like you know the first test Um, my first time meeting (laughs) alex and chelsea and i was kind of scared (laughs) (laughs) 
that's beside the point. Well, I just want I'm to just kidding. <laughs> so um, we quickly found out that we really, we have like our go-to um, road trip, like jams, like we'll, we'll sing along to, you know, some One Direction, some, some Jonas Brothers, Disney, Disney, a, lot Disney. Uh, a lot of Pitch Perfect. Yep. Um, <laughs> And it was later that we found out that we really enjoyed um, listening to books while on a road trip. And um, earlier this year, we went on a huge, we went on a couple huge road trips. Um, one was all up and down the East Coast, um, and we've been listening to the Harry Potter series, and we're like two thirds of the way through um, book six now. So we'll be starting book seven soon um but yeah that that got me thinking like i know you guys have been on big road trips but do you like do you enjoy them do you have like particular snacks do you have particular road trip rituals Mm -hmm. um like what what kind of things because listeners believe it or not in about a month and a half we're gonna go on our first couples road trip (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a big big moment for our friendship moment, yeah. yeah you'll see if this podcast comes I back mean, with us in it what sorry Aaron and i've been on a road trip together i mean kind of like a short one we went to Asheville. Oh, Asheville. okay yeah yeah so i uh I like I I so I kind of went on a road trip this past week to go see Charlie in mm-hmm. Tennessee. And I I like I enjoy a I enjoy a good drive. Um I enjoy like three to like five hours is getting to the maximum of like this is an enjoyable drive for me and to do in a day. Um I've done more much more than that in a day. Um, but it's not like my favorite thing to do. I think I like I like traveling. I can do in one day easy, like like um, back and forth, or no? No, I, I mean like I drive take like most of a day to get there. If I still have like the evening to hang out mm. where I am, and then I can spend like if I get up early enough in the morning when I leave, I can get back in the afternoon and still have like okay time. So like I think that's important to me when I'm like tra- doing long lots of traveling and still having the time to like not be driving. Because mm-hmm. I kind of get like, I, I, I feel this way when I'm just like sitting at my desk all day. If I'm just like sitting at my desk all day, I like kind of get like anxious. Anxious, yeah. Like I want to get up and like move around. Mm-hmm. I feel like I need to like hold this energy. Yeah. Um, so like that's important for me. I love variety, like in listening when I'm on road trips. So like I like to like listen to music, listen to a podcast, listen to an audio book. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a very good balance of that going up to see Charlie. I had downloads some new music, some podcasts. I was nearing the, I'm nearing the end of book five of Real of Time. And I was in a very spicy part when I was traveling up. Not spicy, like it was, yeah, it was just funny lots of things. Lots of things were happening. And you put your fingers together kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, you made it sound um, sexual. <laughs> it was not sexual. There was no sex happening in Rule of Time at that time. <laughs> um it was all hey i'm in book five and there's only been one sex scene so far yeah yeah i don't it's so, fine, Can't not fine bad. i'm not judging you <laughs> um but yeah i like i like variety 
during a nice drive. Um, anything more than six hours for me, I think is, so I think even driving down to Florida is like, it's like a little bit too much for me. I know. Down to Florida. <laughs> I think it's I'm like, <laughs> yeah. so, cause it's like seven hours. So it's like just a little bit too long. I'm just like, I'm just starting to go insane. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for me, seven hours is such a good place to be. Yeah. I think about like, there have been times where we're like, if we're going to DC, like, should we go to DC all in one day? Should we get a one day drive? It's 10 hours. And we're like, eh, let's just do it. We'll save money on not having to stay in a hotel. But it's like, why are we on hour nine of driving? And we're not there yet. So I feel like seven is like, okay, that's pretty nice. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's what, about seven hours or a little less to go to see your brother and sister in law. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like that seven to eight hour range, but I also, you're going to take a, here's, here's a look into my life. If it's a longer trip like that, or really any trip, but especially if it's like a seven to eight hour, I like to leave like pretty close to first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. just because I'm like Caleb, I like to get there and you know, have the rest of the day to like decompress from the road trip and chill and, um, you know, maybe get some food or cook some food or whatever, whatever I'm doing, wherever I'm going, I like to have those, you know, let's say five to six hours to hang out in the afternoon slash evening before going to bed. Um, if it's a shorter road trip, I've, I've found that I still kind of like leaving in the morning. I'm much more of a morning person. And if I'm like, if I'm the one doing the driving, which a lot of times I am, cause I really enjoy doing the driving. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just get kind of sleepy in the afternoon and can only go for like an hour and a half at a time or something before I have to swap. Um, like I said, I don't mind like for our road trip it's only going to be like three and a half to four hours at most so like we're leaving in the afternoon and that's fine like that'll be fine um so and i will volunteer to not drive because i know i will have to swap pretty close to the south carolina border um but yeah like uh i always not eh, we haven't really gotten road trip snacks the last couple road trips but um well we kind of did on the way home from nashville just now but we didn't get them at the beginning of the road trip we Mm -hmm. got them when we have like an hour and a half left and we were trying to hold out until dinner so we could eat dinner Mm -hmm. when we got home but we were like let's just stop at bucky's and get some beaver puffs or whatever (laughs) there there is now a bucky's on i-75 north and you bet your bottom dollar that every time we pass it we are stopping (laughs) <laughs> so last time I was in the Bucky's was one of the most surreal moments of my life. <laughs> because I've told you this story. You were there for this. I pointed out to you afterwards. So we were in the Bucky's. We're going down to Florida. I don't know specifically when this was, but I remember going down to Florida. And there I am in Bucky's and I hear Johnny Cash playing. I'm like, wait a minute. This is hurt by Johnny Cash. Originally by Nine Inch Nails, I know, but covered by Johnny. Was Cash. it going to correct you? And 
And if you know anything about that song, it is not the kind of song you expect to hear in a Bucky's. I'm not following at all. Well, it's kind of a downer. It's oh, no, okay. it's a big downer. It's about hurting himself. Okay. And so it's not it's not the kind of song you'd imagine you hearing in a Bucky's. So there's always people shopping, buying the little like barbecue sandwiches and little Bucky's nuggets. Yeah. And Johnny Cash hurts just like I will make you hurt. Okay. That was a great Johnny. It was, weird. it was a weird moment. I I don't it remember was, being that big of an I, impact in the moment. I was just like shocked. I was like, this is America. Like it was. <laughs> I was like, I was just fat. I was unfathomed by it. I feel like I don't <laughs> think it's that strange I for some so, reason. I mean, the juxtaposition was just. I mean, I guess I'm used to like, there's like more, I guess, kind of upbeat country music that is like actually very sad in nature that I'm kind of like, whatever. If I hear a sad country, <laughs> that's kind of part of it. <laughs> Caleb, I feel like road trips are already kind of a liminal space where like reality is kind of altered time kind of doesn't (laughs) matter you're just kind of driving and that's all you're doing so to have like a weird experience where you get out of the car on a road trip is like a liminal space within a liminal space and then for it to be like a weird environment with weird music I feel like that could be very like (laughs) it was was weird I don't remember that I do have a slight bone to pick with Bucky's. Actually, two bones. Um, <laughs> we stopped on the way up and on the way back from Nashville, and I was really excited about their sweet tea because um, when I was helping Jacob move back from Arizona, we stopped at Bucky's and I got their sweet tea, and it was so good. Mm-hmm. Some of the best sweet tea I've ever had. Um, so I got it on the way up. I made the mistake of not trying it before buying it. Um and it was awful. It tasted like it had oh. been there since like 6 a.m. It was oh, no. like 4 p.m. or something like that. Um, it was just horrendous. I wanted to take a sip of it just to see if it was like how it was, but he made it sound so bad that I was scared to take a sip. Like he was really <laughs> talking it down. And then on the way back, I learned my lesson and I tried it and it was bad. So I just ended up getting something else to drink. Um, so that's the first bone. Um, Bucky's in Calhoun, Georgia, get your sweet tea together. <laughs> um, secondly, so I saw a billboard. You know how Bucky's has billboards for miles, like yes. 60 miles away from where the Bucky's is. Yeah. Um, there was one on the way that said beef jerky bar, right? Yes. We were really excited. Because beef jerky <laughs> is a staple road trip snack for us. It, is, uh, it, is. it turns out that it was less of a bar and maybe we weren't looking in the right part of Bucky's. Admittedly, it's we'd easy. only been to like half of the Bucky's. Yeah. We didn't go to the other more like shopping half. Um, but, we were definitely in the food half. Yeah, we were definitely sure. in the food half. Yeah. Um, but it was less of a bar and more of like part of a wall with like maybe five varieties of hmm. would you say it was five or more or less varieties of what of jerky like there was only like a few varieties of jerky i don't know what you mean by variety like like flavors like, like oh 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 um yeah probably five <laughs> yeah and, and it was it was all beef jerky which is fine you expect that from bucky's which is a texas institution like it's going to be beef jerky yeah. but i mean you at least have like more flavors than five like yeah and it wasn't I when you were saying variety I thought you meant like there were I was still picturing a bar uh-huh. so when you said varieties I thought you meant they had everything except bars no. <laughs> and I was like oh. um yeah they were not it was just like an average 
pack of beef jerky shape hmm. it was not yeah. like i was expecting almost like like you bite yeah. into like a bar almost as if it's like a granola bar that's or what something. you were expecting I was expecting like a salad bar where you get like a pouch. Oh my god! At the beginning, wait, I'm so like, embarrassed. And you like, <laughs> you like make your own pouch of jerky. That would be yeah. And like would, they have like beef jerky, they have turkey jerky. Please they have like venison. edit the past like, thirty seconds out of the podcast. I'm so that I thought it was a granola bar. Like <laughs> that would honestly, I don't know why you were excited. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> This is uh, yeah, I mean it just sounds sounds like a really cool idea having different types of jerky and flavors yeah. and like you get a pouch that can fit like I don't know like three ounces and you get a little bit of each and you go pay for it and you're on your merry way. That sounds like a great time. That sounds great. We should I, go into business. Not, this is not about Bucky's, but it is a road trip story. Oh, perfect. It's like so Mick and I have made the trip from Arizona twice Mm -hmm. Um, and going there somewhere in the middle of like New Mexico I think we stopped at a subway for lunch Mm -hmm. then we were driving by the same place and I was like I recognize this town name for some reason and then we decided to stop and get lunch and like we missed a turn or something. But anyway, we end up back at the same, the exact same subway. Without even trying. Without trying like, to. And this is like- On like, the way back months later. Yeah, so months this is like, we, we moved there in July. We came back in May. And it was like, we end up like the exact same subway. Like we should get lunch. <laughs> and it was so not funny. like planned. Yeah. It was just like, here we are. Like I know we pulled in. We're like, hold on. This is the one we've been to already. Like, and we I sent a picture because Parker drove out with us in July. Mm-hmm. I sent a picture to him like, look, it's the subway we went to. I, he was, wasn't as excited as we were, but it was one of the weirdest because like uh, especially long. Oh, road the trip. train. Oh that's fine. Okay, okay. Especially a road trip where like you grow in cross states, you never expect to see the same thing again, especially in the middle of like New Mexico or Texas. Like yeah, you're not gonna yeah. cross the same place twice. But there we were, crossing the same subway twice. That is pretty bizarre. <laughs> I um, something similar has happened to me. Um, I should we pause? No, it's okay. okay. Uh, so I go to the Midwest a lot. That's where my brother is. That's where like all my extended family is. Um, and so a lot of times I'll find myself on i-24 um from like chattanooga towards nashville um and there is a particular exit that we stopped at for the first time um i don't know when it was it was a few years ago um and we 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 kind of did a similar thing although very much closer back to back instead of 10 months it was more like you know a week but we didn't mean to stop at the exit both times i mean the first time i think we stopped for gas and the second time i think we were stopping because we were hungry um but then we realized that it's actually like a pretty good exit there's like a lot of gas station choices there's a lot of restaurant choices and like 
you know, variety is the spice of life. Like sometimes you're in the mood for Taco Bell. Sometimes you're in the mood for uh, Wendy's or yeah, whatever. Like um, sometimes you want you you feel a little crazy and you want to get that chicken from Long John Silver's, even though you know it makes your stomach hurt. Whoa. Um, <laughs> sometimes you want that super greasy A and W um, burger and the root beer float, even though you know it makes your stomach hurt. Um, <laughs> Do another example. You. <laughs> Sometimes you want a five dollar hot and ready, even though you know it makes your stomach hurt. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just it, it's this place that I've not every time I head up that way, but a lot of times we'll stop at, um, and it's kind of just by happen chance, you know, like. Uh, you're just like, oh, I find myself getting hungry now. Or, oh, look, we're about to run out of gas. Oh, we're pretty close <laughs> to that one exit. Let's go. Let's try wow. to make it there. Um, yeah, so I relate. Kind of. Wow. <laughs> to Subway. Nice. To Subway. I will say, Sometimes so you want that meatball marinara. Hey, I love But I know it makes my stomach hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I will say since I, I've driven a lot of road trips my family in general for vacations they my dad is like I will drive anywhere I would rather not take a plane so we've done a lot of road trips but so since I went to school I went to college in Georgia lived in Florida so I would always make the seven hour drive for all the holidays to go down to Florida and so I'd gotten like pretty used to doing that and my tradition I guess or like what I would always do um from most of the times I did it, I would start the Hamilton soundtrack when I left, <laughs> listen through all of it. And then I'd always stop at the, uh, the Florida Welcome Center going into Florida because it was just a good halfway point to stop mm-hmm. and like walk around and go to the bathroom and everything. And they also serve free orange juice or grape juice. So I would always get some of that, walk around, tell my parents I'm in Florida. And then drive the rest of the way back so honestly I don't really mind long drives I kind of like it I think I very much have the expectation in my head of like you know this is like what I'm doing today so whatever time I get home is whatever time I get home like I don't really care (laughs) I don't really have any I'm not going to make any really other plans to do that night what Aaron you are cracking up (laughs) Um, I've just been informed that happen chance is not the word. It's happenstance. I know happenstance. <laughs> when he said happen chance, I texted him. That was so cute. You said happen chance. He said, "Is that not a word?" So I responded, "Happenstance," and he's been giggling ever since. I'm a week away yeah. from getting my master's. <laughs> yeah, when he said that, I was like happenstance, but I'm not going to correct him. <laughs> you. I didn't and say I like to call time. you out. I just thought it was kind of sweet that you said happen chance. <laughs> okay. B- Bucky's fix your <laughs> fix your jerky bar. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I'm the one who thought that was a, a bar of jerky. <laughs> so, so Bucky's is really messy. I do remember coming, my first Bucky's experience was going out to Arizona. to Arizona but coming back was in the midst of COVID we stopped at one and the little Bucky statue they had up front mm-hmm. had a like mask on 
thought it was really cute. But it's cute. They, Take a picture they, with they it. They use they use like a, a t-shirt that's wrapped around his head. Mm. Slow and the then, spread, am I right? But like, it, I thought that was like I thought it was really cute. It was know? cute. You took a picture with it. I did. What did they used to say at the beginning of COVID? So flatten the curve. Yeah, flatten, flatten the, curve. the curve. That's what it was oh, all about. Also, flat Earth. I don't oh know. my gosh, we make flat Earth. <laughs> Sorry, there's a good documentary called Beyond the Curve about flat Earthers. It's really uh, anyway. <laughs> um, hey, we're we're getting pretty long in the podcast, but I have a couple yeah. questions before we. It's actually not a couple of questions. It's mostly one question. Maybe it's two parts. I don't know. Um, and it has a backstory too. So, hey. <laughs> oh my goodness, wrap <laughs> in listeners. Earlier, I showed Erica this TikTok of something called hot chocolate dip, um, and it's not hot, but it is made with hot chocolate powder, um, and it's like hot chocolate mix, Cool Whip, uh, heavy cream the jet puff like uh marshmallow spread uh-huh and um like the mini marshmallows um and sprinkles and sprinkles all that mixed together and like you dip like graham crackers or whatever in it and i was thinking after trivia on saturday do you guys want to <laughs> have that <laughs> yeah the podcast has got to hear <laughs> the podcast has to know yeah sure did you want to uh, i mean I assume are we probably, doing a whole plan right now <laughs> I assume yeah, sure. dinner saturday night or i have no idea dinner. i think there's food, there's food at trivia oh i'm i'm gonna do real bad i i am not like i said my family not festive we didn't like always try and watch christmas movies i don't know christmas music super well we'll see how this goes <laughs> well erica and i said that we were going to try to fill in the gaps of our christmas movies this week and here we are haven't done one and i know it's only monday but still and i don't think i am i don't really care to at 8 30 we could watch a little hour and a half or before bed that's true i could watch the bojack christmas special which i meant to watch last year if i did they're not going to talk about that probably i know <laughs> that's for my own sake i went and watch a bojack christmas. it's good i decorated my tree to it last year nice oh. okay yeah cool well folks this has been weisscast um you can catch us each and every week on your favorite podcast service. Sorry, last week's was late. Um, I meant to post it before we left, and I didn't. Um, so and then I, I was like, "That's okay." Did you bring your laptop? And he said, "Nope." Um, <laughs> yeah, it was we actually left a lot. <laughs> I left my entire purse at home. Oh, I didn't have wow. my prescription. I didn't have my ID. I didn't have like anything that I needed to oh, wow. function as a regular human, mm-hmm. and somehow I made it. We were going to bring my Switch and play like Mario Party and such, and that didn't make it. We forgot the green bean casserole ingredients. Yeah. Wow. So we we actually, did bad. We actually have all the ingredients to make green bean casserole. So I love green bean casserole. I want to come over and have green bean casserole. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, and potatoes. But, yeah. Um, this should be up on Wednesday if you're listening to it. If you're not listening to it on Wednesday, let's be honest. I, I, I'm one of the four listeners of, <laughs> I checked last episode, only got four listens. And I, I think know, it might've been. I, was one of them. I know Jacob Moore listens because he okay. texted me a lot last week. My mom listens. We know that. That's true. Maybe it's just slow to update. Maybe. Um, until next week, we will uh, say 
happy holidays and happy Hanukkah if you celebrate. Facts. Toodles. Toodles. Bye.